see, I, I think I'm offering the insightful commentary and the humor. So what am I here for? The color? They've been the all day, but so it's fun. They have each other's bags, and today is finally done. In a world setting in a Georgia town. On a show about libraries and visual sound. In the stacks of libraries, where it always starts. The stacks so much more than either of them thought. It's Thursday for mayhem, it's Thursday for fun. In the stacks with Barry and the Goya, it's second to none. But it took you long enough. Whatever. It. I mean, anyway. Is it my week? Hell, I don't know. <laughs> Have you even done a uh, agenda thing for the past few weeks? Um, no, I usually end up doing it like after the fact, I think. But I haven't done it. Like, I guess this season's just kind of been <laughs> weird. But, but I anyway. I looked for it last week and I couldn't find one. And so this week I didn't even bother because I knew you hadn't done. Yeah, I did put one for this week. Well, but whatever. Anyway, welcome to another fun-filled episode of In the Stacks with Barry, Latoya, and T'Challa. Yay, Amy. Aww. Uh, I'll rattle her collar. And uh, it's not rattling well. Oh, well, she must be like, whatever. <laughs> she stood up when I said her name. Aw. Uh, so how was, the, how was the reunion? Was, it, was she excited when, um, when you got her? Well, you know, she never really likes car rides because she assumes she's going to go to the vet. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Say V-E-T. V-E-T. Um, but, yeah, you know, she was okay last night. Uh, she wasn't too thrilled with the guinea pigs at first. <laughs> but she got used to them and um you know the bed i have is the same bed that used to be at the old house mm-hmm. and so she wasn't allowed in the bedroom or on the bed and so i had left the door open and tried to get her up there but she wouldn't jump up there and uh finally about halfway through the night after i guess she got tired of being on the floor looking at me um, <laughs> she started jumping up there and um but I didn't get a whole lot of sleep. It was really, uh, I slept, I think from like two to six and then I had to go walk her and then from like, you know, six forty-five to maybe eight something, you know? Oh, wow. Uh, okay. Yeah. But, you know, I'm sure, I'm sure we'll all sleep better tonight. Okay. So what uh, else we, has been going we on? We forgot to give Amy a pseudonym though. I think it's okay in this case. That that she um <laughs> she doesn't have a pseudonym. A dog. Yeah. <laughs> or she could have been like Sleepy, or she could have been I don't know Marmaduke. <laughs> yeah, I think you'd mentioned Marmaduke last week. Yeah, Marmaduke is what we we're gonna use. Yeah, but it's all uh, good. So uh, T'Challa has been playing this video game that's very appealing to him. Uh, that makes it basically looks like he's in um an internet browser from like 1998 oh my gosh and uh so like there's like you know you can have like a trail behind your mouse cursor you find mm-hmm. that and back um, when that was cool <laughs> yes yes and so when he's going basically he's he's a uh basically you're like you're like checking for violations of code in something that's like um myspace right yeah it's uh called um Hypnospace. Hypnospace, which is like 
this internet you can access in your sleep. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, all the websites are, God, they look so much like late 90s websites with like, you know, GIFs everywhere, animated GIFs. And, it, it's hilarious. Yeah. Well, I don't know how that could be fun though. Like for me, the graphics alone would drive me insane. He with it, it being, yeah, no, I, I can't. Yeah, he thinks all that stuff's kind of cool. But I it's like, go ahead. There's two things that are missing from the game. Mm -hmm. He should have to dial up. Yes. <laughs> Whenever right. I launch the game, it takes like two minutes for it to launch. But do you have, um, yeah, I've, I haven't heard the dial up sound. Um, no, it, make, it makes a weird noise though. It needs a modem sound. You know? Only two minutes? Shoot. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Uh, also, there are pop-ups because I know you were saying there weren't enough pop-ups, and I yeah. just experienced one. So there needs to be more pop-ups. Sometimes there are pop-ups. Sometimes you go to a page and get surrounded by like thirty pop-ups. And they're all <laughs> virtual pets. Yeah. Oh yeah, virtual pets. But you know, and you wouldn't be able to get away from like the pop-ups. And so when you finally called somebody to help you, whatever mm -hmm. the embarrassing pop-up is, that's the one that's going to be stuck on top. You know, so, and it's like, I was trying to look for that. It just came up, you know, and they're like, uh-huh. So. Interesting. Yeah, I saw that, like, um, you know, the previous versions of uh, Animal Crossing, um, I think oh, we're on, like, the DS and Segway stuff. into our Animal Crossing segment. Of course it is. Yeah, of course. But um, previous, the previous version of it, I've seen stuff of, like, you know, on the internet and that kind of stuff and i'm like there's zero way i would have played the game had i had to play it in that environment so i'm like he thinking yeah and i'm like well i mean and i'm like considering he's playing a game that's like meant to be kind of like in the 90s and stuff and i'm like yeah no no i just i'm like no i don't need to be reminded of the annoyance of the internet and dialing up and all that kind of stuff back in the 90s or you know i guess early 90s late 80s so um but that's kind of interesting. I mean, what's the what's the pre what's the premise of the game? I mean, um, the game's called Hypnospace Outlaw. Okay. Basically, you're being a moderator for yeah, basic basically MySpace, but in your sleep. <laughs> okay. And so, what you do is you're dispatched like uh, assignments to go look for such and such has been reported. Mm -hmm. They write infringement, uh, vulgar content. <laughs> What's uh trans legal transactions? Okay. You know, using real money when you're not supposed to. Mm -hmm. Um, viruses and malicious software. So far, I've had the pleasure of picking up three and downloading an illegal software that speeds up your brow that speeds up your browser, but also crashes the servers in the. Okay. Browser. But yeah, when he was looking for uh, like trademark and copyright violations, you know. Yeah, I, I went and took down every first grader's drawing of this one 1970 character because yes. that was my assignment and I was getting paid to do this. And the only ones I found were on like this first grade teacher's website. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, he was like, you know, marking them all for, and I'm like, you know, it's like a six year old's drawing. Come on. You know, there were but, seven. All right, there were seven. <laughs> <laughs> there were seven okay so what's the ultimate objective as far as what what is the end of the storyline or is there there, there isn't much of a storyline well, okay money this is your job yeah okay yeah hmm, that's interesting 
Yeah. Well, going back to Animal Crossing, yeah. so well, I'm yeah, still... I, I have an Animal Crossing story. Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I do have an Animal Crossing story. Uh, <laughs> so a couple of days ago, um, I sent a couple of videos to um, to a friend of mine, and like 24 hours had passed, and like it was like I noticed that my friend had not even looked at these two videos, right? And so I suspected that this person was, um, you know, falling prey to her addiction. Mm-hmm. And so I called to check on her. And indeed, the person had been spending like 24 hours straight on Animal Crossing. It the, was not 24 hours straight. Oh, my God. Then, then this morning, this morning, I checked. And that person still had not looked at the damn videos. I did watch the videos. I just hadn't commented. Three three days. Whatever. I didn't didn't do it until today. How do you know it was today? Because there's a little thing under your messages that says read when you've read things. That's why I sent you that message today to see when you responded to it. And that then the red opted up under there. Whatever. Anyway, you should be glad that I let you read my, you know, see my read receipts. Um... Okay, so yes, I did watch it today. I will say that my favorite was The Killers. I think that that cover was amazing. Um, So So thank you for sharing that. Mm -hmm. For all the people who don't see your text messages, (laughs) that was, uh, yeah, The Killers did a cover version of, um, you know, an old song by... um, Ice House. Ice House, yeah. Uh, Electric Blue. Yeah, so good. Which is one of my favorite songs anyway. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and so they did a fantastic job on it, I thought. Yeah, it was it was great. It really, really was. You didn't like the struts doing a cover of the Spice Girls? No, I thought it was okay. I actually didn't finish it, though. I ended up going, like, I, it was playing, and then something happened, and then I stopped it and didn't go back to it. So, did um, you at least see the guitarist doing the, the stop dance? Which I thought was cute. No, I'd not gotten there. That's it. That's like it within, like, the first minute. Well, then I guess it wasn't, I, I told you I didn't get to finish it, but just even seeing the first one alone, I mean, I lit, I watched that whole thing and was taken by the killer's cover. So I am going to watch the rest of the struts, but I'm, I'm very much like, I actually want that, that cover. So anyway, whatever. Yeah. It's not on Spotify. I wouldn't look oh, like uh, that's where I was going to look. <laughs> yeah. That's just, I don't, I don't know, it just distresses me. Whatever. And so, I mean, going back to the whole... Anim- on World Mental Health Day. Is it really? It is. You would know if we're on my Facebook page. Yeah. I'm anti-Facebook. <laughs> yeah. But it was World Mental Health Day. And, you know, uh, you're, you're dissing my stuff. But go ahead. Whatever. We both have our own mental stuff that we're dealing with. So I appreciate that you mentioned that it is World mental health day and uh yeah so going back to animal crossing i had not been playing as much it just happened to be that when you called me well so here's what was special about thursday because when you were like you know why haven't you you know whatever yeah. I um so my sister and my brother gave me my birthday and Christmas gift early. And so this is the one occasion where it is okay to do a combination gift because they got me a Nintendo Switch 
the Animal Crossing edition. So now I have two Nintendo Switches. Well, I didn't realize, or we had not realized when we got it, because she got one for herself as well, that the characters we'd already created is tied to the console and not to the account per se. So we had to start it over from scratch, um, which is, which at first I didn't want to do, but it ended up being really cool because we're, we're like, we're going to keep them virgins in the sense that we're not going to give them anything from another character who's played, you know, no advantages, no Chinese connection, nothing. So it's been kind of cool going back to the you know the pure the purity of the game uh we've only allowed each other to be friends in the game with each other we can't friend any other characters so that we're all on the same level um but yeah so now i have two and it means like i have to um spend more time in my day playing on both of them because you know i've got to make progress on each so what would be generally two hours spent of gameplay might have to be like four mm. so wow. yeah wow well i think this is good for you you think this is good for her? yeah i think now that uh you know your animal crossing screwed up you might spend less time time with it with it but didn't screw up. Isn't that what you were just saying? Yeah, I thought, no, well, I was I saying, you were saying. Or did you, I misunderstand? Well, yeah, she said that she had to start over, right? Yeah. Yeah, but with a new character on the new Switch, I still have my original, my as my sister says, my OG. I still have my OG, but um, oh. now I have to split time between the two of them. So, like right now, today is a uh, fishing tournament. So, unlike previous weeks, I can't play the game while i'm doing this show because with the fishing it's like this zen like thing for me i have to just close my eyes and listen i don't watch when a fish is biting it just throws me off anyway so i have a fishing tournament there and then i'm on like day two or whatever of the new character so there's a lot of stuff that has to happen and so i've got to you know tend to that so if we could like hurry up with the show that would be great so so now you're saying you really have to play twice as much yeah yes that's worse for <laughs> it's not worse i love it but we're setting realistic expectations so we're not going to gazelle like run through the game as we did the first time because we finished the game because there is an actual storyline um very quickly i mean i think we finished it in definitely less than a month that's not how the game is really supposed to be played but mm -hmm. we were just so excited but this time around we're like okay the things that we were like because we basically you can upgrade the house so it has a total of i think six rooms well yeah. each time you do that you've got to pay back the loan so we were trying to basically do all of that in six days. Every day we wanted to do the upgrade and we wanted to pay off the loan. So now we're like, okay, we're going to do an upgrade once a week for the first six weeks or whatever. So, yeah, I mean, I know this is, I know you both are like, this is so stupid, but it makes me happy. And now I have a switch in my office and I have it attached to one of my, I have three monitors so I can toggle when I want to play that switch. And then I have the other one in my room. <laughs> so, wow. Okay. So I did not go to sleep until three or so. I don't know. I was playing until pretty late. So Kay was already sleeping by that time. So, you know, mm. and yes, Kay is home this weekend. I know I texted you, Barry, and you know, he, his mom passed away this week and 
he he didn't grow up with his mother it's it's a weird kind of thing his mom had him and his four other siblings in trinidad um they all share the same father uh and then she left and moved to venezuela where she then had another family of five children and so when she left Kay was the baby she was he was her baby um the kids were raised by um his mom's sister so he more so knows his aunt as or knew his mom uh his aunt as his mom um but in later years because he was able to connect with one of his um half siblings um he got back into contact with his mom and so they'd spoken a couple of times over the past couple of years and he said even this week earlier this week before she passed away he had um they had spoken on video you know had a video call on facetime or whatsapp one of those um and so it was interesting to him you know it was like you know in retrospect he was like it was as if she knew she was going to pass away she'd been sickly i think she was uh 84 when she passed away um mm-hmm. but he fortunately was already coming home this weekend because i mean this happened on thursday uh he got home yesterday and at one point yesterday he found out that not only you know had she passed away the day before but they had already buried her on friday and i was like um i thought it was only like the jews that that buried that fast or whatever but um anyway it he's 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 struggling with it only because he feels as though he's supposed to be feeling something that he's not. And I'm like, but it's different for everyone. And I mean, there's a lot of things to unpack with that. I mean, your, your mom essentially abandoned you and your, your siblings. Um, and it's just, it's hard. I mean, I'm trying to be there for him, obviously. Uh, but then, you know, like for him, his way of relieving any kind of stress is that he wants to drink. And, you know, I'm like, I've just never seen the appeal of drinking to the point where you're just, you know, stupid. And so right. he had had, you know, his, his, him drinking has been an issue within our relationship for its entirety. Um, but now he essentially only drinks like, I'm like, okay, you can drink when you're in the house with me. And even then, I don't even like it because, I mean, you know how annoying Kay is in general. You know, you multiply it by 10 when he has any alcohol in him. So um, we were sitting there last night. You know, he had had his his drink and I was playing on Animal Crossing and he was watching um, something on, on, on the television. And whenever he drinks, he is very chatty. And again, we know he's already chatty. And so, you know, I get very easily annoyed with him when he's drinking or has had something to drink because I'm like, you know, I really don't want to have a conversation with you when you're tipsy because then he wants to get like all deep in conversation. I'm like, I ain't got time for that. I'm playing Animal Crossing. So, um, but that was when he was kind of like, you know, it's unfortunate that he feels as he does. And he's like, I feel nothing. And, and he's like, you know, if we are in the islands, you know, right now I'd be, um, or if, if it was not even COVID times, he'd be with his friends drinking. And, you know, that's kind of how he would deal with. It. And I was like, well, but drinking doesn't solve anything. You know, right. like it, it just, I don't, again, I do not understand that appeal. So um, yeah, he was, it, 
and inevitably the conversation always turns to just this weird place like you know it's like oh if if in a sense like if we weren't together I'd be able to have all this fun I'm like shit go do what you gotta do (laughs) you know like um you know I'm like I I didn't take it I tried not to take it personally at that point because I'm like I knew he was going through his own stuff and trying to figure it out but it just I don't know it was it was just kind of frustrating and so he went usually if he's home on a Saturday he goes and hangs out at a friend's house about like two miles down the street who's also from Trinidad because you know well maybe you don't but when you know if you're from the islands and stuff if you're in wherever you move you find kind of a community where you know you get in contact with others who might be from that same place so Um, fortunately he found that and so saturdays if he's home he ends up going over there but i had simply made the rule that you know look if you're going to go over there you need to get picked up and dropped off because i said i'm not doing it um just you know again because i know he goes over there and he drinks and he does whatever and i'm like i don't have time for that um a couple months ago i had to go pick him up he called me at like two o'clock in the morning i'd already told like tried to call him from before because i was out at my brother and sister's house playing animal crossing and so when i was coming home i was like i'll give him a call see if he wants to come home did not pick up i was like you know what whatever screw it he can find his way home and so yeah i had gotten settled in to bed was you know all that stuff and then yeah at two o'clock in the morning i was like i got him and i was like i'm too old for this shit i'm like you know this kind of craziness i did for a minute in my 20s and that was not fun i'm like i'm certainly not doing it as i'm approaching 40 so um i i, I don't know why i just started talking about all of this stuff so yeah. I mean, I understand kind of where he's from, not the drinking part, but I mean, uh, you know, my uh, birth father, I mean, I'm not close Mm -hmm. to, um, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm sure he's going to die at some point. And, uh, you know, at this point, I I don't think I would even bother going to the funeral. Um, I mean, I've seen him once since Mm -hmm. I was 13, you know, so. Well, I think part of it too is like his sister, he was saying his sister was saying that his mom had always regretted leaving and certainly like him specifically because i mean you know after he was born and stuff not uh, obviously not immediately after but i mean she he was the last of that set of children and she left when he was very young and so his sister had said you know that she always that was one of her you know regrets that she talked about and so i'm like you know I, i hate that he now has that in his head you know, right. and I'm like, there's really nothing that you could have done differently. These were, you know, your mom's decisions. It impacted her children, obviously. You know, the ones who were the Trinidad set <laughs> that, you know, ultimately never really saw her again. Um, but I just, I, I don't know. Um, my mom had pointed out, you know, it's like it must be incredibly difficult for him too because, you know, he's, she's like, you know, he's now technically an orphan. You know, she's like, most people just think about orphans as like, you know, young children and stuff. But she's like, you know, you think about it when you reach the point where you have no, no parent in your life. You know, she's like, yeah. you know, that's definitely a different kind of feeling. Because, you know, like right now she still has her mom, my grandmother. Um, you know, my dad doesn't have either of his parents at this point. Um, but, you know, for me right now, I'm, you know, going to be 40 soon and I have both of mine and I can't imagine not having 
one or both and you know around so i know that it's a difficult time for him um i i'm trying to be as supportive as possible um you know allowing him the space that he might need to to grieve but then too i'm like you know you're gonna still have to be mindful of the fact that you're an adult and that your actions don't just impact you it impacts others so you know it just you know he's like still smoking here and there and i've told him uh, like several times i'm like look you keep smoking and i will leave you um because it's like one on a list of other things that's like you know i'm like it's bad enough you have heart issues um you know you have two children that you are often really upset that you can't be there for physically you know and you know you have a wife and all that stuff i said why would you further complicate things by adding something else to the mix by smoking you know so yeah. i said and i'm like to, and i told him i said that's kind of the surefire way of knowing that i'm not going to get very close to you physically because for one i'm asthmatic and i hate the the smell of cigarette the taste of it um it it it's visceral for me because it reminds me of an ex and so you know it's just i don't know i mean we all do crazy things as adults and on our way to being adults and Oh, adulting. <laughs> not yeah. not much fun, but um so I think I'm finished with my therapy part. I, you know, I feel yeah. like we've gone kind of, you know, down a path that maybe <laughs> I could have avoided, but uh let's change it up. What what do you want to talk about? So, um I've been watching this series on HBO called um The Vow. Mhm. It's really good. You know I love my my modern day cults. Mhm. Um, so this one is all about that Nexium group. Uh, Allison Mack was involved in it. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I remember that in the news. Yeah, and uh, you know, it it's interesting. Um, I would recommend watching it. It's very fascinating. It's from the the actions you're seeing are in 2017. Okay, uh, it's a, a new thing. It's nine episodes, and um, it's just interesting seeing these people uh, almost in real time because the one guy who's like the main guy on the show, who's basically the filmmaker. Mm -hmm. He's got a Mark, I forget his last name, but he had actually won like major awards and stuff for his documentaries. And so he gets involved with this group. And so they want him to document Keith Ranieri's ideas and all this kind of stuff. So he has tons of footage. Okay. And, um, and then of course he continues to document it as his wife first leaves the group. And they nearly get a divorce, but finally he, you know, decides to leave with her. Mm -hmm. And, um, and then as they start finding out that there's a subgroup within Nexium that's, um, uh, you know, it's just women and they're women who are having sex with Keith and are getting branded with his initials. And, um, basically they're masters and slaves, but he's like the grand master. Mm -hmm. And um, Allison Mack was like basically right below him in the, the hierarchy of this. And um, it's, it's really interesting. Uh, it's good to, it's good. It's got a lot of people, you know, it's like, well, I mean, it's like, how, how do you get yourself branded? Right, you know? right. And so you have these, you know, women explaining how you get to this point, you know, and um, they have all these text messages and stuff because, like when you're being brought into the group, one thing that uh, Keith wants, he likes very thin women. Okay. 
And so they, they, one of the things their masters always do to them and the masters are other women. There's the only man in the subgroup is key. Okay. Um, but the other, uh, women will make the, the other women basically start starving themselves. And, um, you have to ask permission for every calorie. And so, like one girl, she shows like all these text messages and it's like, master, may I have 45 calories? Mm-hmm. You know, yes. You know, then later in the day, master, may I have, you know, 68 calories? Yes. You know, this kind of stuff. And if you go over like your calorie limit, then you have to, you know, be punished somehow. Okay. And every, one of the things that they make you do is you have to turn over um, collateral is what they call it. Mm-hmm. Because there's such a secretive group, you know, you have to turn over things to them that, you know, would be damaging to you if they were released, humiliating or damaging. Wow. Okay, and, um, that's but, a whole lot but the thing level. is, if you're, if you're not going to reveal anything, why would you be concerned? Hmm. The fact that you're concerned about your collateral shows that maybe you're not as trustworthy worthy as you'd like to think you are. Wow. Oh, that's another, <laughs> yeah, nice way to yeah. flip it back on you. Okay. Yeah. So the mm-hmm. most frequent form of collateral are like pictures and videos of you doing things. Okay. You know, masturbating or just naked or whatever. And of course, supposedly the only person who ever sees these is your master. But later on, we find out that, of course, Keith sees all of it. Mm-hmm. And, um, but yeah, so like you may go over your calories for one day. And so they say, well, you know what, you know, Latoya, you need to give us more collateral to make up for it. I, I think it's interesting that, so just something as simple as going over a calorie count can cost you uh wow okay yeah and And i mean you know i always i think it's in your master huh but questioning your master oh of course of course well i always think it's interesting you know over the years we we i think both of us are drawn to watching these types of things um like this true crime type of scenario or these cult-like things and um you know as i've gotten older i realize more and more that it's not quite as uh, salacious in terms of like we all look for something or someone to belong to right and so we can we can convince ourselves of just about anything in our head we can make it work but i think it's out of that overwhelming need to have some sort of connection that people end up in this and obviously depending on where that person is mentally or where they are in their life that they're more or less susceptible to falling into this kind of thing and so it's like it feels like almost like saying it's the oldest tradition kind of thing and that you know there's always going to be some sort of situation like that where people will gravitate toward this thought this notion this person this ideology yeah um and it, I mean, it's all very cyclical, so it's just, it's, it's interesting. Because, I mean, I do think that depending on what, what part of my life, had I been exposed to something like that, how, how simple it would have been to fall into that, you know? Yeah. I mean, uh, I'm sure you wouldn't fall into something like that, but whatever. I think that there, are, there would have been moments in my life where I could have fallen into that. Should I, be, should I have been subjected to, to that? Yeah, and, the, and part of the most fascinating part of this series for me is, um, is Keith Ranieri. He's the one that they all, you know, worship. Mm-hmm. Because on the one hand, you look at him, and he's, he's a fairly short guy. I mean, he's, he looks shorter than me. Um, he looks about five, 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 four. 
Wow, okay, that's about my height. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, but he's a shorter dude and um, got glasses and he just, when it, when you first see him and see him talking, I'd almost think he was somewhere on the spectrum, you know, but mm, okay. the more you listen to him, I have to admit, the more you listen to him and watch him, there was like one point in like episode three or four, I was like, you know what, I can kind of see why they're so attracted to him. Yeah, yeah. And he's, he's, when you watch him long enough, he's kind of good looking. It like grows on you. And, um, and the, some of the things he says are, you know, I mean, they, it, it, some of them are common sense, but it makes sense. <laughs> well, yeah, well, and that's just it. A lot of, yeah, I mean, it's just so funny. But I mean, it's like, he gets you under his spell. It's almost like the Hitler effect or anything like that, where it's like you listen to that person enough or whatever, you start to, you're like, hmm, okay, that, yeah, sure, I can buy into that you know um but i'll watch that then um you said it's on hbo yeah it's on hbo okay, um, okay. yeah I'll watch there's that. nine episodes each episode is like an hour cool my kind of tv well you know we, i did watch american murders as you suggested oh, after yeah, i watched oh, yeah. it i thought it was i thought it was wow yeah i agree it was it was I crazy it was longer. well yeah. yeah but so after i saw it i told Kay about it and you know it's hit and miss if he he watches something that i suggest and he watched it immediately afterwards he's like oh my god yeah <laughs> it's like i'm like the fact that it's like everything plays out almost like in real time in front of your yeah. face and this is all this is not manufactured stuff this is actually just stuff that it was it was insane i yeah. i was i was completely floored yeah my mom watched it with me actually because wandered in while I was yeah I told her it just started and so she sat down and started watching it and she watched the whole thing and uh several times she kept saying you know where did they get this footage and I said well that's from her Facebook page right or this is the body that's camera the this is you know, yeah <laughs> this is the camera I mean the fact yeah it was like the whole thing was videoed yep it's fascinating it is very fascinating and the fact that they stitch it all together like that um yeah. it just I I it, and I mean, it, it was real. Again, none of it was manufactured. So it was just really interesting to see this stuff in real time as it unfolded. Um, you know, and just like with most things I watch, even though I, I already know what the ending is, you know, I always feel like, oh, you know, but if you, we could just do this one thing and it would change everything and that person <laughs> would be back. And, but it yeah. was just, and well, what was scary to me too, that kind of gave me a mind trip was that, I liked her husband. Like he seemed like, yeah. well, but you know, I mean, you, you, you tell me I end up liking people who are just assholes, but I was like, wow, I, that, that's kind of crazy and scary. And you know, the whole time where he was like, no, 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 he wasn't, you know, seeing anybody else and all that stuff. And I was like, okay, I believe it. it. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when it, when it turned out that he, it, he was seeing someone else and, yeah, it was really, really good. Well, it was um, funny because my mom kept saying, you think he's innocent? And I was like, no. <laughs> was like, well, but they don't know and blah, blah, blah. And I said, come on, who else could it be? Well, there's, that no, I was literally nothing other that made any sense. Well, that and they, they plant the seed very early on because it's like the neighbor calls, you know, this very day has the cop come back over there. And he's like, look, that yeah. he's not that chatty. You know, you yeah. know, he's, <laughs> so I'm like, right away is like something's wrong with him. Right, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it was, it was, 
if you haven't seen it, it's absolutely worth seeing. I told my mom about it because I get, you know, I've always said that I'm, a, I'm basically a carbon copy of both my parents. So yeah. my love of watching like true crime stuff is from my mom. Um, yeah. She's the one who does all that. And she's like, oh yeah, I'll get to it. She, you know, unless I'm sitting there with her, she probably won't. But I immediately was like, no mom, you have to see that. I said, it's like Dateline, but you know, all of the footage is... <laughs> Yeah. you know real and you know whatever not to say dateline isn't it's just different but well um, yeah no, the thing i liked about it is that you know at least dateline has like you know somebody who's narrating it yeah the, the host and this was like almost hosted by the dead girl exactly exactly it was it was it was insane and, and yeah you know, I, mean, I, looked, I looked online afterwards and you know because apparently it's been a huge hit on netflix mm -hmm. you know all these women now thousands of women are writing to him in prison of and, course they are. Uh, many of them are talking about how much they just hate his wife and she deserved it and she wow much and i'm like you know, i didn't see anything even my mom was like well you think she nagged him too much and i was like she didn't seem to nag him more than any any woman would nag you and i mean and even if she I did mean, it's like again a get a divorce i mean yeah. you know it's just well, and, and, and it sounds weird but it's like one thing to like i don't know get so upset you kill your spouse but mm -hmm. he killed two little girls yes yep what yep. the hell yep that part just i don't i th there's something seriously wrong with him well i mean for him to be as well, as, as, well yes but, well yeah but it's it's a special yeah, level of crazy for you to, yeah for you to kill your own children to like look them in the eye knowing that yeah. you're about to kill them yeah and then for him to like, cause I mean, yeah, it's like it showed where the day, I guess the day after it happens, I mean, he's completely calm. There's no, he, he yes. doesn't seem alarmed in any way. And I'm like thinking back, I'm like, God damn it. Was he on something? Because how do you just, you know, I'm like, he's gotta be some sort of sociopath to just be so yeah. even keeled with his temperament after. Yeah, that's, the, that's, that's the thing. I mean, T'Challa, if something happened to you, he, if, if in any way I felt like it was my fault, I mean, man, I can't imagine what a wreck I would be. Mm -hmm. But the, he was the very next day. He's like, you know, I don't know what's going on. You know, oh, their blankets are gone. You know, and it's like, yeah, you wrapped them in the blankets when you threw them down a well. You know, it's, ah. And then for him to hold the whole, well, you know, yeah, I killed my wife, but I didn't kill my children. It's like, because that yeah. somehow made it better. And then for it to finally break down and he's like, well, yeah, I killed them too. It's like, no shit, Sherlock. I mean, there's no way she was going to do it. So I just, yeah, it was, it, it was definitely worth the watch. And it is kind of scary looking into the psyche of, of some individuals. But then too, you know, again, I, you know, I always say never, well, my brother says it too, but it's like, never say never. You never know until you're in a certain situation, what it is that you ultimately do. Um, again, hearkening back to my twenties, you just I, don't know. About most things I would believe that, but you know. Well, but I'm just saying, you know, it, <laughs> There are people, everyone has a trigger. And until you hit that trigger, you know, I just, I certainly don't think I would be capable of doing anything as heinous as he, he did. But I know that I've done some crazy shit myself in my day. So um, it's, you know, just another shade of crazy. He just took it up 
several notches but it was very sad and again i was like hoping oh well maybe maybe the children really are alive like he didn't really kill them but you know <laughs> it just it was whoo it was a lot but it would thank you for the suggestion it was definitely worth watching i then ended up watching something similar to it because then i was like oh i wonder if there's more stuff um and it was this um i think it's like i am a killer revealed it was about a guy who had killed someone back in like the 70s or 80s who was given who was put on death penalty but then you know then the stuff changed so it was life and then he actually ended up getting paroled um so it it was it was interesting it was a like a little mini series type of thing but um certainly nothing i've seen that on yeah okay yeah i did watch it It, it's okay i mean it's it's not a really great follow-up to having just seen that thing but um it was still okay yeah so so yeah but um i haven't really been i don't think i've been watching an awful lot i did finish cobra kai um, yeah yeah and i am very interested in the next season and then you told me that there's even going to be a, a season after that so yeah. that is yeah, exciting I, I really enjoyed cobra kai even though there were times when there are times when i was like oh come on <laughs> but, but i still enjoyed it i mean even the the predictable turns of plot sometimes yeah yeah but that was kind of a part and, of and it like you charm. said i mean the whole story could be stopped many times if they would just stop and explain something yes yeah (laughs) i mean i don't know but but at the same time you know i mean i still love it so much i do too and i mean it's i think i can certainly see for individuals like ourselves of you know people of a certain age it's extremely nostalgic and especially if you really loved the i'll just say the original karate kid the first movie you know you yeah i mean it's it's i don't know it's it's hard to explain it is just very very nostalgic and it makes me feel so i don't know comfortable at home in a sense you know and then you've got the 80s music going and you've got just the flashbacks going and it's just it's not very often where you get to see basically the continuation of of certain characters lives you know decades after you know the main event or whatever so I, I actually really like like you. I really really enjoy it. Um, yeah, and like I said, I mean, if you had told me that they would make me a fan of Johnny, yeah, <laughs> I never would have believed it. You know, I mean, I actually I like him better than Daniel on the update, and that's that's saying a lot. <laughs> that's bizarre. Um, well, I mean, I still really like Danny. I think that, but um, Johnny is certainly the most complex character. Um, yeah. And I do and I, like that he, you see him fighting with wrong and right. I mean, you know, doing the right thing. And yeah. Um, I just think Johnny's the more engaging character. Yeah. Cause it looks like Daniel, it looks, it's almost like everything since Karate Kid one and two has worked out for Daniel. Right. Right. You know, he's got the beautiful wife. He's got the beautiful daughter. He's got the annoying kid. Um, you know, he's got the <laughs> business and all that kind of stuff, you know, um, Whereas Johnny, it, yeah, maybe feels more relatable to people our age, because it's like Johnny's like, "What the fuck happened?" Right, right. <laughs> and that he's, you know, he's very much. Stuck. So old? <laughs> well, that in, in in some ways he's very much still very stuck in the past. Yeah. Um, you know, he has not yet been able to really fully uh, 
you know, accept that that what happened then happened and to be able to move on. I'm like, I know a lot of us have those aspects in our lives as well. So, so yeah, I, I mean, I did tell you originally when I first started watching it, I was like, Oh God, the acting was terrible by Johnny and, and um, Danny. But um, I think it was just them kind of getting their feet wet again. Because I'm like, I don't, I, I mean, were they really doing anything in terms of acting since Karate Kid? Have they? I, I mean, know of. You know, I, I, I would assume that um, Ralph Macchio did a couple of things. But, you know, I'm like, I feel as though these, that they, you know, were not really doing much acting. And so maybe the first episode or two, they were, you know, getting back into their characters. And yeah, then I, never really, after- I never really felt that way because I, I felt like, you know, they were acting just like they did back in 1984. <laughs> yeah, I just felt like it, like I said, the first episode or so just felt like they were acting, you know, like yeah. I, it was, but I mean, it's, it's, it's awesome again. Yeah. Even if you've never seen the, the Karate Kid movies, I think it's really cool. I like I think you should at least watch the first one. Yes. The first one. You don't have to watch it necessarily. That. Right. But um, yeah, it, it definitely I, I really. Heard- Mm-hmm. I actually heard that there's they're they're trying to get Hillary Swank to appear, you know, because she was in the Karate Kid three, right? The girl Karate Kid, right? That um, would be very interesting. Yeah, I've heard they've they've offered you know her a chance to appear on the show, um, and I'll be I'll be honest with you, I saw the Karate Kid three when it came out in like 1988 or whatever. Yeah, it was not very good. So I don't remember much about it. Yeah, I same here. Um. It, and, you know, I, we were talking about, you know, your crush on Elizabeth Shue. Yes, and, I love Elizabeth Shue. You know, she's on The Boys, which um, T'Challa and I have been watching. I know. Everyone's been watching it but me. I'm still holding out. It's on my list, though. I just... Yeah, season, the reason why everybody's talking about it is because season two is just ended the other day. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's one of those they release once a week. Um, oh, episodic. Okay. Season one, we've got like two episodes to go. Um, but yeah, she's really good on it. And she still looks nice yeah yeah because she was on um csi briefly um back when that was still running and stuff but yeah i've always i guess you could say she's my crush of the 80s i know you Uh and you're forever phoebe phoebe cates but i just yeah i like i like elizabeth shoe she is very girl next door so um so was phoebe though i know but i'm just saying for me she well i mean phoebe has like an air of something um yeah something interesting in in terms of <laughs> yeah I would agree. There, there's a, there's something a little exotic about yes that. exactly and yeah i mean the um with elizabeth shu she is very girl next door to me she and you have to understand like for me and why she is it for me for the 80s is because you know again i'd moved to the move back to the states and she's to me epitomized what like the average girl next door would be like and that kind of thing so anyway right. but um, I, I so just, speaking of 80s things mm-hmm. hey t'challa watch risky business <laughs> what? T'challa, you want to tell her what you thought about uh, risky business One hundred percent honest. Could you please tell me which one that was again? Oh my god! <laughs> I don't recognize the name. Lord, the one with Tom Cruise where he danced in his underwear and called oh, yeah, to his house. Yeah. Sometimes you just got to say what the fuck. Yeah, I remember, <laughs> one. I remember that one. Yeah. So what do you? Uh, I liked it. I mean, it was certainly interesting. Yes, yeah, I, I think that there's still certainly. 
yeah, there's shows from whatever periods, or in this case, the 80s, that I still think art would still hold up in terms of, you know, you watching it and being like, okay, that was a good movie, regardless of when it was, you know, filmed. Yeah. Um, and yeah, when it comes to like iconic movies like those, most definitely, I feel like maybe I should go back and just like binge some 80s movies for a bit. Um, I, I was surprised by how how much I still enjoyed it. I, I, sometimes when I watch these older movies with him, you know, I'm like, mm, maybe it was a thing, you know, because of my age or whatever. Right, right. This was still a, a really good movie. And well, I, I won't have to go back and watch it again. One of T'Challa's favorite actors, though I'm not sure he would call him a favorite actor, he notices him pop up in a lot of things. And that was, of course, the guy who was Booger. Oh, yeah. in, mm-hmm. Yep. In, a, what was it, the... The nerds, Revenge of the Nerds. Yeah, and, uh, and he's also the voice of who is what? What cartoon character is he the voice of? Snot. Yes, yeah, Snot on um, American Dad. Oh, okay. Uh, and, oh uh, my gosh, he, I forgot that it had Bronson. Was it Pinchot? Oh, Bronson Pinchot. Yeah, I'd forgotten that he was in that. Holy crap, Rebecca De oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's a 1983. Game. Oh my god, I can't believe that. Because I mean, obviously, I didn't see it when it came out. I was probably two i mean obviously about well it came out august 5th so i was going to be turning three in december but i mean i of course saw it you can't be a child of the 80s and not see this movie um wow Mornay, who it's funny you know and everything i saw after this she never really did that much for me mm-hmm. and, and she's not really my type she's like very skinny right right um, but man, she's so sexy in this film. Um, <laughs> yeah. I even know. though she's not, I don't know, even like the scene where, you know, when uh, Tom Cruise is upset and he goes and he finds her and he just walks up to her and he just, you know, starts crying on her shoulder. Um, you know, it's just such a sweet scene. Um, and when you realize that supposedly their characters are the same age. Mm-hmm. And you just think about how different their lives must have been, you know? Um, it, it's, I don't know. There's a, there's a lot to unpack there. Yeah, most definitely. And yeah, now I'm like, I definitely need to um, watch it again. It's so funny how very similar um, at that time he looked to Nicholas Holt. Um, Tom Cruise and Nicholas Holt seemed yeah. very similar to me. Um, but yeah, I do need to go watch it again. And I talked to Tom, you know, there there was a time, and it's hard, I think, for a lot of people to realize when Tom Cruise was not, you know, thought of as that Scientologist crazy. Yes, yep, absolutely. For a long time, in fact, he was was almost like Tom Hanks in the sense that everybody thought he was like one of the nicest guys Mm -hmm. in Hollywood. You would hear all those stories about Tom Cruise saving people who were drowning. Yep. You know, and say, oh, oh, some old lady fell in the grave. There was Tom Cruise, you know. Mm -hmm. It makes me think you know whether stories planted or something you know but um but i mean he was just he was in so many great things yeah i mean he had a really good run there apparently he was 21 when he made the movie yeah jeez he was a baby yeah that's yeah i mean yeah i do i i do need to go watch that again so are you reading anything am i what reading it's like when you look at text on <laughs> I didn't hear you. Don't you don't don't mansplain reading to me. (laughs) Like those weird Amazon books, that doesn't count. 
yeah no no though no um i actually so i downloaded the the sports books we were talking about but i haven't started reading any of them because i think it came on the heels of you know more animal crossing uh mania so um i am going to but i have watched oh so i did watch i did watch something this week so um 30 for 30 you know how much i love 30 for 30 films um did not realize at the time but there is a four-part series on the life and trials of of um, Oscar Pistorius. So that's uh, Blade Runner, you know, the the double amp- amputee individual who was the first to um, take part in the regular Olympics um, and who also ended up shooting to death his girlfriend on Valentine's Day. Um are you familiar with who I'm talking about? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> but I found it very, very interesting. Um, and what was interesting though, is like at the end, you, earlier you talk about how all these people are writing that guy in prison, like for, a, for a, like a few minutes after it was all said and done, I was like, okay, I can understand why, why females would like end up doing that kind of thing. Um, really? Well, it just made, he, it it more so humanized him in the series which i assume is what they were going for um it does it does bring forth uh information that wasn't really made public at the time when all this hysteria was going on so you know it made me kind of well definitely rethink you know you know everyone was very quick to to judgment and i think back then when it happened we 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 had done a show or so where we talked about it because the it happened in like 2013 or something like that and i remember us talking about him because we were talking about well in 2012 about the whole olympics and him being able to run on blades and whether or not that was fair if it gave him an unfair advantage that kind of thing but yeah you get to learn so much more about him his upbringing um kind of maybe his mental state when all of that stuff unfolded um there is certainly reasonable doubt after you watch it, you realize, okay, wait a second, maybe his version of what happened is more likely true because they were showing, for example, when um, neighbors claimed that they heard yelling and blah, 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 before um, the shots were fired. Well, that closest neighbor was like 177 yards away or something. I'm like, it's like you could not hear anything from that distance kind of thing um but yeah it was if you're just looking for something engaging to watch and it being sport related um definitely watch that um yeah it was yeah so that whole afterwards i was like oh he seemed like he was just you know a troubled person and and yeah so i can understand when some people get to the point of well some yeah when people get to the point of oh that person might you know i should write that person or something don't do it I'm not. <laughs> okay. I told you it was just, it was, you know, that was kind of my state of mind for a little bit. And then I was like, you know, <laughs> but I mean, so I think that the show did what it was meant to do. It made you really think. And so anyway. So I have, um, I have some, uh, uh, news, entertainment news. Okay. Cause I was about to say that was very, okay. So you have entertainment news. Go ahead. So Pixar's soul which is going to be their next movie, right? Okay. Fox is basically, you know, a soul trying to get back to her. 
Um, Disney has announced they are going to skip the movie theaters. Um, it's going to debut on Disney Plus on Christmas Day. And at least at this point, it seems like it's going to be free to Disney Plus subscribers. I'm just waiting for the shoe to drop and them say, yeah. no, it's going to cost something. Yeah, they haven't said anything about charging like they did for Mulan. Because, I mean, I know when they did Mulan, when they released it in that way, they had said up front that they did not intend to do others like that. Right. Um, but, you know, I my assumption would be that maybe they'd go for a money grab because I assumed that they made a good amount of money from doing it that way. I would assume. Um, you know, because, I mean, I paid for it. So, um, hmm, okay. And I also want to mention, um, T'Challa and I finished the uh, first season of Lower Decks, the new Star Trek series. Mm -hmm. It was really good. It was really good. And um, it has so many Easter eggs for longtime Trek fans, you know. Um, but on the final episode, I'm not going to give away the plot or anything, but okay. um, it's the first on-screen appearance of uh, the Titan. Um, so, you know, after Nemesis, at the end of Nemesis, you know, uh, Riker and Troy go off for his first captain. Right. Captaincy. Mm -hmm. Well, he goes to the Titan. And uh, so there's a whole series of novels about the Titan. Mm -hmm. But we've never seen anything. We've never seen the ship on screen. We've just seen it on book covers. We've never seen, you know, any of the crew members on screen. Although um, some of them are from other series eventually because, like, uh, they're um, – I think their head of security is Tuvok, mm -hmm. Voyager for the Titan, um, stuff like that. But anyway, um, the Titan appears on um, the last season finale of uh, uh, Lower Decks. So we get to see Riker and Troy and, you know. That's pretty cool. Jeff so, I mean, are they stuff. definitely doing another season? Yeah, they've already confirmed another season. Now, apparently it was mm -hmm. very successful for CBS All Access. So. Hmm. I would think that certainly even during this pandemic period that those who are doing like voice acting, they would have probably been able to get back to work much sooner than anyone else. Um, yeah. Cause you know, you don't have, you sh in most cases you don't actually do it. You, isn't it that you're in there alone essentially? And right. so yeah. hmm. <laughs> it is still on my list to watch. So um I actually, when you mentioned it, I was like, oh, I just looked at that today uh, when I was scrolling through. So, oh, that's pretty cool. Uh, did you um, ever listen to the Blackpink album? Yeah, I did, actually. So, the I think the day, last Saturday, um, I told you, oh, I could just listen to it on my way to my parents' house. Um, well, my, for whatever reason, it was acting up. I was trying to get it to play. Uh, anyway, so I you heard. You legit source. I was using a legit source. That's the problem. Um, so I did um, listen to like the first three tracks going to my parents' house. And then when I came back, was heading home, I finished the rest of the album and still had. Yeah, it's pretty time. short. Yeah, it was like, huh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's just, I, it's still so weird. The, the whole eight song. No, no, that's, yeah. that's a, half album almost so uh, but it, i mean i thought it was it was fun certainly um, yeah the more times i've listened to it the more energetic and fun it is um but at the same time yeah it's so short yeah i was i'm looking at what you sent i swear how do you have time to send me this stuff uh, well you talk a lot 
<laughs> this is a show. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of the point, right? Whatever. Anyway. I said it takes. So, I mean, I know that it's not your favorite song, but I think because I'd listened to Ice Cream so many times and it was stuck in my head and, and it just, it's still my favorite song off the album, but, you know. I think right now, I love Sick Girls is my favorite. Um, and like I said, it, it, the, the beginning of the song sounds like it's going to be so generically K-pop, but mm-hmm. then get into the chorus, you know, it's like, oh yeah, I like this. Well, what I think is interesting, and I I was going to look it up, actually, was, you know, how heavily influenced these K-pop bands are by American music. Because I'm like, a lot of the stuff they were doing, I'm like, that's like black people music right there. But you just have, you know, it just so. (laughs) um, But I mean, again, I enjoyed it. It was it was very much a fun album. Um, I. I'm trying to, I'm looking for their, the list of their songs. Cause I can tell you what my favorite song still is. Um, it's Mine is, not, uh, kill this love. Yeah, uh, no, that's no, also like, what is it? The do do whatever well, what it is. Yeah, is it, I think the bo- what, boom, by ya that I think is that's a great one. Yeah, yeah. That one is the one I think that whenever I think of them is what kind of comes in my head first or no, no, no. Yeah. The, um, to do <laughs> whatever yeah, yes. what I, was I love that, that one. one yes it, that is d- my favorite d- d- <laughs> yes oh that's a great one i love that song that's the name of the song by blackpink yeah you have to listen to it now i'm like oh i gotta listen back to it but i'm afraid if i listen to it it'll get stuck in my head again so yeah um but yeah i mean it's just insane how popular they are i mean i as a song review said that described them as the most popular girl group in the world and i don't doubt it i mean considering that my niece is in like obsessed with them and is obsessed with lisa so anything that lisa likes she likes i love lisa (laughs) she's my favorite i'm like so like she likes um i think lisa's favorite flowers or rose yellow roses or something like that um and so now you know it's like yeah that's her favorite now or it just it's insane i'm like i kind of remember what that was like when i was younger you know you find your favorite group your artist and you're just so in love with them but i feel so far removed from that at this point that it's just kind of comical to me when it's like oh yeah well you know because she names her her like her animal crossing character's name is lisa um and she that character her favorite color is yellow and you know but i'm like oh that's just so sweet to um to remember back then yeah i think for me back in the day of course it was like new kids on the block and um what was it mc hammer and you know those types (laughs) of (laughs) wow so so yeah um but, you know, to be honest, I know, like, the other extremely famous group is BTS. I have never even heard a song that they've done. I, I have. don't know I, anything I've, about I've that. I've tried to get into other K-pop because I like mm-hmm. acting so much. Yeah. Um, I just can't. Um, 99% <laughs> of all the other K-pop stuff is just, like, so bubblegum. Mm. It, even for me, who likes bubblegum pop. Right. It's just too much. And uh, that's one thing I do like about Blackpink is because they have a, a slightly harder edge. Yeah. There is a little bit of like R&B mixed in there. A little bit. Oh, please. Really? 
you got Lisa with her rap. You know? That's what I'm saying. It's not just a little bit. Their their sound is very much. It has a black slant to it. The types of stuff that they do, the collaborations that they make, a lot of it feels very. Um, yeah, and, and I tell you again, I'm not a fan of any of the collaborations very much. Well, yeah, you sell the Gaga one is like that. Sounds like it's like the good chorus from a better song that doesn't exist. <laughs> and the Cardi B one is just like. Eh. I thought that was okay. I mean, to me, still the Selena one is the best. But then too, depending, there are there are moments when I'm hearing it where I'm like, oh, hang on a second, is it Selena singing or is it one of the other? Yeah, I was thinking that too. Their voices are too similar. <laughs> yes. A lot of times it feels like sometimes I'll be thinking, well, Selena's singing the whole damn song. Right. Me but, too. Maybe somebody else is singing, and I can't tell. I think it is. It's that it's actually one of the other members. But yeah, they they sound so similar that you know, I, yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, I still have yet, because I mean, again, I know BTS is hugely popular, but eh, never heard a song by them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, right now, Blackpink is my phone uh, wallpaper. Of course it is. <laughs> All right. So I think uh, T'Challa was supposed to bring a topic for us. Yes. Yes, he is. Oh, uh, yes. Let's give him a second to think of one. Hmm. <laughs> Oh, you're not prepared this week? Oh, oh I, you didn't tell me to do it. I remind you. are supposed to do it every week. No, I did too. I, I said, remember, you're Lies. supposed to have a topic for us. Lies. And he said, okay. Lies. No, he was, play, he was playing the video game. And was not Bull paying crap. attention. Mm -hmm. liar. I specifically said Bull this crap. to you. I specifically said it to you. Okay. And that's my representation of the presidential debate. <laughs> yes basically well yeah they, they had the vice presidential debate of course this yeah, week. Which is the fly I, one? I did did not watch any of it you know um, about the fly though right i i have since heard about it because kenrick made sure that i knew about it yeah i posted uh, some fly memes and stuff but of course you didn't see it didn't no no so representation of the vice presidential debate would have been my daddy is better than your daddy <laughs> True, true. But I mean, you know, we did get our absentee ballots this week. They are, we are going to mail them out, I guess, on not Monday, but Tuesday, since Monday is technically a holiday. Um, Monday a holiday? It's Columbus Day. It's oh, one of the lesser federal holidays. I don't celebrate that. I do, my business does. We don't do, I kind of like back when uh, we were working at the library, I'm like, no, if the banks are closed, um, and the post office is closed, then we're closed. So I take, we take all of the um, federal holidays and I always say it's one of the lesser federal holidays because most people forget about it. Um, so, um, and then I always feel really conflicted with it being a national holiday given the, the atrocities of Christopher Columbus. So um, yeah, but I'm taking Monday off anyway. Okay. Yeah, we will um, cast our ballots, I guess, on, we'll put it in Tuesday's mail. Um, and I, I mean, I still keep hearing Trump and his, you know, how he's, how this election is going to be crap and with the mail-in fraud. And it's like, God, do you think by saying the same stupid ass thing repeatedly that it's going to make it any less stupid or wrong? Yeah, I'm pretty certain that uh, my mother voted for Trump. I mean, she, uh, your mother is at that age now, Barry. Why? Why can't you control that stuff, man? Yeah. No, she need to vote. 
uh, you know, she um, she occasionally will say pro-Trump things, and then I'll go off on her, and then she, you know, doesn't mention them for a few days. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, the other day, she had gotten her her ballot in the mail, and then I noticed that it was gone one day. And I said, "Oh, did you put it in the mailbox?" And she was like, "Yeah." I said, "Okay, so you went in and voted?" She was like, "Yeah." I just, I, I don't, I have so, yet um, to understand how anyone can, especially now, it's like, okay, the first term, that's just a fluke. I mean, a, a catastrophic fluke, but he, I just, I can't, I can't. Okay, yeah. um, back to the topic. What is the funniest time you've ever changed the subject? Because I think I executed that pretty well. <laughs> I like that. Huh. Hmm. Oh, no. mine, and believe it or not, it's not actually that one. Okay. Um, this is something <clears throat> my class does surprisingly often, not always on purpose, and it's not always just me. But my first period class, my teacher gets distracted easily, so one of us will ask her a question, a question about like some bizarre historical event. And then we'll spend the rest of the period discussing that instead of actually doing our thing. <laughs> so, a couple mm. weeks ago, someone just said, hey, what's your favorite part of the Holocaust? Oh, and wow. Actually, a really interesting discussion that lasted the rest of the period there. Wow, jeez. Oh, well, I mean, I understand the question, but the way it was. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Was like out of the blue, as she was passing out at work. At work. Oh wow that 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 would totally take anybody aback. <laughs> Your favorite part about the Holocaust. Um, well, but again, I mean, yeah. I mean, I get whether it wasn't. I get it be. because, like, yeah. I can honestly answer who was my favorite Nazi. <laughs> right there, you go. But it's not to say, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Okay. Wow. Uh, so yeah, I honestly can't think of anything. Yeah, it's hard to think of some some time when I've changed the subject. Um, just think of like a, an example where just something funny where you just changed the subject and got away with it. All right. I remember this one time, uh, and it really wasn't changing the subject, but I did get away with it. Um, <laughs> it's in sixth grade. And we were supposed to write a paper on a, a research topic and then do one of those tri-fold boards, you know? Yep, I remember those. Yeah, and so I managed to convince the teacher to let me uh, write about Atlantis because I really wanted to do stuff about Atlantis. And, um, and so I, I wrote my paper and turned it in, but I never did the, the tri-fold board, right? Mm-hmm. And um, so... You know, because it got like really late and I hadn't mentioned to my parents, you know, to go buy it. And so I was just like going to take a zero part on it. Right. And um, so when they were all set up in like the gym or whatever, I remember like the, the next day, the teacher came to me and she said, you know, um, Barry, you know, I don't I don't know where your board is. I think somebody may have taken it. And <laughs> You're probably like, oh, no. And I was like, really? <laughs> and she says, yeah. She says, I remember that it was in, you know, this corner, blah, blah, blah. She says, but it's not there now. She says, Do you, where did you set it up? Was it there? I said, yeah, that's where I set it up. Oh, my God. And so I remember that she had every, she, she questioned everybody in class, you know. Wow, you are, so, you are a horrible child. She went, she went and had, you know, the, the janitorial staff asked about it. Maybe you had fallen. No, up. how could you let that go on? Oh. Like, oh, my God. So, so she went ahead and just gave me a grade for it. She was like, I'm sure you did it. It probably would have been 100. 
And um, oh my gosh! I, I remember just thinking, is this really gonna happen? <laughs> How did you live with yourself? It wasn't that like, like I planned eat, it. I know, but know? that would that would well. I mean, yeah, the lie got ahead of you. It just it just wow. Yeah, that so now, I, but you say, you know, how can I live with myself? But now I'm, I'm 48 years old, and I frequently think of that. Yeah, as a pivotal moment when you turn to crime and, <laughs> you know. I turn to crime. <laughs> That's horrible. Yeah. Well, but, you know, I, I was just going to take the zero, but when she, at first I thought she was, like, playing with me, you know, because women, women especially will do this. Right, know? okay. They know the answer. Yeah. So they will ask yeah, that, you as if they don't. That's that's my mother. Yeah. Right there. Because they don't I, no, go ahead. Her, I'm just being honest. Yes. That's, that's her. That's something. Right. Knows. Go ahead and justify you just blatantly telling the teacher a lie, and then having the teacher feel like she's going crazy. Like, wait, where is it? Did it get? And she, did, she she obviously felt bad about it. You know, she kept right, fun. which makes it even worse. She was like, I'm so sorry you spent all that work on it. And I'm like, yeah, you know, it's okay. Wow. (laughs) That, no. That's. But I don't know if that counts as changing the subject, but it was. I mean, it sure did change the subject from the truth to a lie, but okay. (laughs) If you can't can't think of a time you changed the subject, then what's the funniest thing you've ever gotten away with? Yeah, what's the biggest lie? Funny lie. Yeah, like something funny, comical. Oh my gosh. I mean, my, but my life is more of a comedy of errors, not really ha-ha funny. There must have been things at the library that you just blew off and then got away with. It no. just be something you got away with <laughs> or lied about. No. I mean, I'm trying to think of something that wouldn't necessarily get me in trouble with law oh, wait, enforcement wait, or something. Wait, wait, I know. <laughs> the fact that you're lying to yourself, that you're pure of heart. <laughs> oh, my gosh. What? <laughs> Barry, I mean, how did you raise this child? Really? <laughs> I am pure of heart. I am perfect. I'm sorry, um, but brutal honesty is my fantasy. There you go. Yeah, I can't think of anything. I mean, I still can't get past the whole Barry thing. I'm like, I'm you act like my thing was like so terrible. It is terrible. I'm positive. I've probably done worse. Things. No. Yeah, I mean, because I, well, for me, I didn't do any of that kind of stuff. Yes. Yeah, I didn't do that kind of stuff with school. School was sacred, you know? Um, uh, look, I, I, was know prepared, I was prepared to take my zero. It's you, not, that's not the point. You just, you were like, oh, you think I turned it in? Okay, I'm going to go with that. <laughs> like, oh, man, that's I, got 100. I, I feel like I've done something like that before, like on one occasion. Yeah. Oh my God. I feel like that's happened to me. <laughs> No, no, I've I've never done anything like that. I can't. I honestly can't even really okay. think about. Okay. Well, then. She's never lied about anything. Never. No, I have lied about stuff before, but it's okay. It's not often. Then your then your thing will be that the fact that you're getting away with you know <laughs> trying to make us believe you're not. I've never <laughs> lied before. No, but I mean, that's what I'm saying. I have lied, but every time I tell a lie, it, I mean, it feels like a little part of my soul is turning more evil. I don't like to lie. I mean, you know, I, I'm always very upfront about Imagine stuff. Having soul. <laughs> I mean, I'm always really upfront about stuff. And there's, you know, there are times where, for example, a certain person, it is impossible for me to lie to that person, which is really weird. 
But I, yes, yes. Well, she just did though. (laughs) 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 Um, Find yourself here. There you go. But yeah, I, I mean, it, it honestly bothers me if I tell even a half truth, it makes me feel very uncomfortable. Um, so I'm not saying I'm like this Girl Scout kind of thing, um, cause that's never Girl Scout, it was a brownie, but, um, no, I don't like lying. Brownies and I like even, Girl Scouts. yeah, they, that's what we had in Jamaica and stuff. I think it's more of like people in Europe probably do brownies. Oh, they had brownies here. But I'm just saying to. it's probably more popular on, across the pond than it would have been here. Um, yeah. cause you know, most there used to be that joke. I was kicked out of the Boy Scouts for eating a brownie. <laughs> but yes, I was a brownie. I was an elf. I remember that. Um, my brown outfit, my yellow sash. But but no, I mean, I think that for me, being someone who's um, as honest and upfront as possible, um, it's less to have to keep up in your head. I'm like, I feel like when you start a lie, there's just so many places you could go wrong. And it's just, I don't know. So I am not um, a Girl Scout. But I very rarely lie. So, you know, I don't like lies of omission. I don't like okay. any of All right. So, okay. so we, we've established that you're a better human being than yes. anybody on the show. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, I think that, that that's enough and then. That, and that's her funniest lie. <laughs> okay, end of conversation. What, we're, what are we doing next? <laughs> I think Mary's like, okay, we're done. We should go. I'm cutting it off there. We're not, we're not continuing. Do you have anything else to discuss? I don't. I don't know. It's been over an hour. Yeah, it has been. Well, yeah, it's been um, an hour and sixteen minutes, according to the the clock. Mm. But um, I, I I feel like I should provide. I know, obviously, I said that my my husband's mother passed away this week. But um, I know weeks ago we talked about my grandmother because you know you were um lambasting me on the fact that I had not told you about it first and I managed to mention it to someone else but um my grandmother's doing very well um she is back to herself um you know it's it's difficult seeing her you know like I mean obviously aged before you um but I'm still very much a bad granddaughter because I have not spoken to my grandfather in months. Um, mm. It's just hard. I just, I mean, it's, I know it's not right. Like I should still be in contact with him and talk to him, but it's, it, it's just that painful for me, you mm. know? Um, I, I don't know. It's, it's a, a psychological thing, I guess. But I mean, again, my grandmother's doing well. She's, um, you know, very much herself, and my nephew, White Chocolate, is going to be going away to basic training on Monday, so I'm kind of bummed about that. I mean, I'm happy for him, obviously, because this starts a whole new chapter of his life. I told him, I said, you are, you are going to come back a different person, um, but I don't know, because when he talks about certain things, it reminds me of, you know, you know, when I, my first marriage, <laughs> I was married to someone who was in the military. And I told, I told him that, you know, I said back then when he was away at basic training, I was the girlfriend who put a letter in the mail every single day. So while he was gone, every day he was gone, there was a, an, a letter to go out in the mail. And, you know, you know, I don't just write short crap. So 
Right. I remember I had specific stationery I used for writing him and all of that. It was just, it's, it's brought back a, a lot of different memories. Um, you know, this, this last month, um, I think the 2nd of September, we would have been married for 20 years if we were still married. And I'm like that, yeah, to me, that's insane because in some ways it feels like, oh, I remember getting married, you know, um, and then there was just all this time and I don't know, the passage of time, it, it really creeps up on you. So, yeah, I don't know, a lot to think about. Hmm. So uh, make sure you're prepared for a really good question next week, T'Challa. Um, one more piece of news before we go. Well, hang on. And one that does not make me try to think really, really hard, because obviously I don't like that I didn't get to really answer your question. So go ahead, Barry. <laughs> um, I, I recommend asking us which animated character we would like to have sex with. What? Really? I think that'd be a fun question. Really? I don't know. Just seems like it'd be fun to think about. Okay. But I mean... I've never thought about what animated character I'd want to have sex with because why? I like I like Doofenshmirtz's dirt daughter from um, Phineas and Ferb. Yeah. From what? Real? Yeah, I think she's hot. What? What? Oh my god! Well, thank you so much for introducing something into my mind that I've literally never thought about. It didn't matter. Oh my gosh! I'm positive she's seventeen. All right, then I'll all the better for him. I mean, he likes jailbait. I mean, <laughs> wow. Know, a lot of the guys are into, um, you know, wasn't it Ariel? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I get that. When T'Challa was little, he was really into Ariel. Yeah, but not in that way. He had an Ariel phone and he would talk to her all the time. And, uh, and he would, you know, it was a little play phones, you know. Yeah, but it wasn't like he was saying, hey, Ariel, come over to my house and we can play doctor or something. I mean, it. <laughs> oh, yeah, wow. I mean, it, it kind of sounded like that. But Ariel, gabble, 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 you know, gabble, gabble. You know. Oh, my gosh. I have videos of you talking. Oh, to my. That's just. Mm. I, I but, um, so Star Trek Prodigy is going to be an animated series that's going to be on Nickelodeon. What is uh, this one about? So it's about a group of teenagers who steal um, a derelict starship <laughs> and just go off to have adventures. But they announced this week that the uh, the main star of the show will actually be one, Kate Mulgrew. What? As Catherine Janeway. Um, oh, my I gosh. Assume, I assume she's going to be, like, tasked with trying to find them you know, before they hurt themselves or something. That is so cool. But yeah, she says she's very excited to play uh, Janeway again. And Of uh, course, I love Janeway. I mean, oh, jeez. You know, for as much flack as the character took mm-hmm. in um, Voyager and right afterwards, it's been funny to me to see, you know, all the press calling her the iconic, you know, Captain Janeway and all this kind of stuff. It's like... <laughs> I, I think it's just one of those things, you know, you just wait long enough and everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I completely agree with that. I am still yeah. wrestling with what the mental picture you've put in my head with this whole have sex with a, a animated character, but um, yeah. that is exciting. Yeah. See, it seems like it'd be easy for girls because there's so many, like, hot princes from Disney. You know, well, I mean, that's what I was, that's, yeah, that's kind of what I was going to. I was like, well, is it a Disney one? But I'm like, I don't think about it in that way. That's just so weird. So my favorite Disney dude, <sighs> Tangled. 
And that was who I was thinking about. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, he seems cool and good looking. Yes. Um, now, if you've ever seen Titan AE, the female lead in that one, he's voiced by Drew Barrymore. Akima. Akima. Akima is nice. I'm not. I'm still not sure how to respond to that, but if I had to pick a response, it'd be Akima. Yeah. Now, Latoya's going to go for like He-Man or something. No, that's not my type. <laughs> no, 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 no. What about Prince, um, what's his name from uh, The this Princess and the Frog? Question. I barely even remember that movie. Um, okay. it, why would you go to the one black movie and think color. that that's... I thought maybe, you know. Really? Because you know that my preference is of color. Yeah, but, but you look, you play around with white dudes, but you marry the black dude. Jesus. <laughs> no, white dudes play around with me. <laughs> <laughs> and I marry the black dudes, yeah. Okay, um, all right, let's wait. Think about it that way. What cartoon character would you want to play around with you? Right. Okay. <laughs> all right. Um, mm -mm. No, I just, I don't understand why you would put something like this in anyone's head. I, I, I don't get it either. It's funny I, because I've had this conversation with lots of adult guys. Well, because it's a guy kind of conversation. You guys would screw anything that moves sometimes, but I mean, That's not true. Whatever. Okay, but I mean, they don't have to move. Oh wow! <laughs> so the only reason why I'm not saying that it is Flynn from Tangled is because of the the character who, or the individual who plays or is the voice actor for it. Right. Why? That's the only reason why. Um, but it would probably be him. But on principle, I'm not picking it because of the name of the voice character. I'm just glad that you're not going really weird and saying something like, oh, you know, Robin Hood, you know, you know I mean, then I'd have to be like, what, he's, a, he's like a fox. That's, yeah, and yeah, no, because we're not going down that road again. No, um, absolutely not. <laughs> All right. I just, God, Lee Barry, why would you do that? So I, I'm ultimately going to go with Akima. You can go with, uh, what's it, Ryder? I'm not going to go with Ryder. I told you, I can't on principle. Oh, okay. And then um, he's still thinking about it. But he said, he said Akima too, I think. Yeah. Yeah, he did. I had to pick, it'd be Akima. Yeah. You have to pick, so. Well, and then, okay, if I have to pick, oh, Jesus, this is hard. I guess I, I'm going to pick a Disney prince. I'll go with Prince Eric from Little Mermaid. Hmm. All right. I told you the one that I would pick, but again, I still can't. Or ooh, I do the beast. No. Um. <laughs> no. Oh um, no. Um. I gotta. I gotta say. Um. What's her name? Um. The color of her wind. Pocahontas. Oh, she's yeah, John Smith. Pocahontas, pretty good looking. And oh, um, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the one from um, the the one with the hunchback. Really? The gypsy. Yeah, the gypsy. <laughs> Some sexy dancing. Why are y'all acting shocked about the gypsy? I just I'm, I just don't even understand you. You don't you don't think the gypsy is hot? What, why are we having this? <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> and see, T'Challa, what's horrible is that we keep getting sucked into it. Like you know, we've established that this is really weird. I want no part in your. <laughs> 
that is just so strange. Anyway. Both of you, I guarantee at some point in the next week, you're going to be sitting there and you're going to be thinking about this kind of thing. Yeah, and I know that. And that's the that's problem. The <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, I, ca- I can't. Mm-mm. All right. Well, peace out, you crazy motherfuckers. No, no, no. We, remember, we're going to say, hey, it was Godspeed, you crazy motherfuckers. Godspeed, Godspeed you crazy motherfuckers. <laughs> Bye. Bye.